Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. on Infinite Films, brought to you by All Too Real 2 Podcast. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cohen II, and with me, as always, is... Sesame the Wizard and Cardiff. You sure are a wizard, my friend. Yeah, I know. You're, 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 you're a wizard. I know. So, in a recent episode, I talked about how I went by this church, and there was a bumper sticker, sticker or whatever on the window of this car that said, I eat ass, right in front of the church with a bunch of kids coming out of it. Yeah, um, went by there again the other day, and there's a bumper sticker right on there in this same place, different car. It says, boobies make me happy. <laughs> okay. And then I, I was talking to my sister about it, and she said she went to a uh, graduation party at that church the other day. And uh, she saw a bunch of, like, very um, inappropriate bumper stickers on cars there. Okay. Yeah. This is a United Methodist Church. I don't want to call out so- the name, name of the actual church. Or where it's yeah. located, but yeah. <laughs> so it's like this is like a prankster is doing this or something, or like no, or, no, like, no. The, this, these are what the people have on their cars. What I mean is like, are these people who don't even go to the church like parking it there on purpose in order to like make people uncomfortable by having like inappropriate bumper stickers, you know what I mean? Or something like I, that. I'm not really in the same spot. It just seems kind of, well, well no, this one was in, this one was in, in a, in like in, in the general same area as the other oh, one, but okay. she, she saw them and she saw these like in the parking lot of the church. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And that might've just know, been like, people going to this graduation party or other people or what, but I don't know. It's just, it's just maybe a lot of just, maybe just a lot of, Immature people. Yeah. It's just worrisome. Kind of kind of just worrisome to me. I mean, it's okay. Go ahead. Free speech and all that. But it's just when there's kids or kids around, I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Like honestly though, you have to be a deeply immature person to like even think that's cool. Yeah, I know. Like, ooh, like a bumper sticker says boobies make me happy. Like, oh, I'm so cool. Like, no, like everyone thinks you're a loser. Like everyone. Like what are you? Even your old friends think you're a loser if you do that. Like that, that's, that, that'd be something that you should have maybe hanging up in your room when you're 12. Exactly. It'd be funny. It's or like in your locker. So... Yeah. <laughs> and even then, it's, I, I wouldn't even have that. Cause even then, I'd be like embarrassed to even have that. Like, it's just immature and stupid, but mm-hmm. whatever. So, like, I hope that there aren't members of the church, like, all of them have these stupid bumper stickers. Like, like this isn't your congregation. Like, you need to. You know, like I'm imagining the pastor got together one, one, one service and be like, "Okay, um, we're going to take up a collection now, and um, mm-hmm. after that, we're going to all go put um, inappropriate stickers on our cars." Yeah. Um, you know, Frank over here, you get the you know boobies make me happy. Uh, George over here, you get the I eat an ass, and um, you know, we're, we're... <laughs> I mean, I don't really believe in like 
Yeah, being mean or whatever, but like that pastor needs to like <laughs> get his congregation to smarten up a little I bit. Know. Like, like, like seriously, like you're getting a little too loosey goosey here. Like, we're yeah, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna instate, reinstate like strict shit now because of that. Like, you gotta sit up straight. <laughs> you gotta wear suits and dresses now. Like, you did this to yourself. Like, I didn't want to do this. You, you made me do this. So, like, you know, because you can't be trusted with your own rights. I guess if you can call them that, like. So congratulations, you did this to yourself. Now you have to be ultra conservative because you thought that you needed to have I eat ass on your bump on your windshield or whatever, back yeah. window, whatever. Um whatever. Stupid. Um Yeah, but this is America, my friend. Anyway, yeah. so um yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, so 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 on a brighter note. Um, we watched a movie that we're going to talk about. Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Movie that just came to Max, formerly it's... HBO Max. The stupidest named uh, um, streaming service out there. Yeah, um, Max. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they even changed the color to like the stupid blue when it used to be a cool like purplish color. Mm-hmm. Like they couldn't have just kept the color, like yeah. why? And then, um, and it seems like things don't stream as well either. No, so, they don't. Yeah, no, they don't. Yeah, uh, and I, I've actually read some things. People have been complaining about this that it does seem slower. It probably is then. And no, then, like, like I, I was watching, the- I was watching um the old TV show Mentalist on there, mm-hmm. and um it'll randomly go to like a black frame once in a while. It never did that before. So oh, it didn't. <laughs> Yeah. They're probably saying, "Oh, we're just working out the kinks." Like, no, yeah. you're not. You... Well, the other yeah. thing they did too is that they decided to on the information for like a movie, um, and they got in trouble for this. But they said, "Oh, it was just a glitch in our transfer over from HBO no. to yeah." Where where they decided to um, lump writers, producers, and directors, and some other jobs all under the title of creators. Like, okay. like, like they have a section that'll say like starring Zachary Levi and Asher Angel and whatnot for like, uh, for, for this movie, for example. And then underneath it, it'll have the producer, the director and the writer and everybody all listed in one category called creators. Mm-hmm. When that actually violates uh union rules. Wow. Because, you know. Because if you just look on it, it's like, you don't know who wrote it, you don't know who directed it, you don't know who produced it, you don't know who did whatever. It's <laughs> They're all yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> it it kind of just cheapens the idea, and it's almost like, I think they're doing this on purpose, because, you know, we've talked about the whole, like, you know, writer's strike and stuff, and then there's, a, there, there's definitely a uh, Screen Actors Guild <laughs> strike coming up, and possibly a Director's Guild. Oh wow! You know, coming up too, so it's gonna it's gonna hit them. But you know, if if you don't differentiate the jobs that people are doing and give them credit for what they did, it's gonna look really it's it's really bad on you. I mean, it, it doesn't it's not a good good look at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyways, I digress. Um, a lot. Um, anyways, <laughs> so so yes, this movie, um, Shazam: Fury of the Gods, um. Written by Henry Gaden, Chris Morgan, and Bill Parker. Directed by David F. Sandberg. Starring Zachary Levi, Asher Angel, Jack Dylan Grazer, um, Rachel Ziegler, Ross Butler, Adam Brody, DJ Contrada, Grace Caroline Curry, Megan Good, Lucy Liu, Jaimin Huntsu, Helen Mirren, um... Faith Herman, Ian Chen, Jovan Armand, Marta Millens, Cooper Andrews. <laughs> These people are all important, so that's why I was naming all of them. They're they're the important people in the cast, and there's yeah. a bunch, bunch yeah. of other people. <laughs> yeah, they're not <laughs> in- including um Rizwan um Manji played the docent at the uh at the um museum in Greece at the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. But he also plays a janitor in um, Peacemaker. And this, oh, yeah. And this movie has characters from Peacemaker 
in it at the end. So it's like, is this his twin brother or what? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Or, or, right, or, right. or did he quit his job as a as a janitor and become a docent in, in Greece? Has it moved to Greece? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was probably just the yeah. They just cast the same guy because they liked him. Um. <laughs> but anyways, um. So, what were your initial thoughts of this movie? Oh. Uh, I don't really know. Um, I I kind of liked it, but at the same time, I was kind of bored with it because there was a lot of action, but sometimes it just felt like it wasn't much of a story going on with it. And I don't know. I'm I'm kind of mixed on how I felt about it, but at the same time, I'm kind of got superhero fatigue for a while anyway, so I'm just kind of really not into those kind of movies now because I've just I think I watched way too many of them. Yeah. Too many shows. I'm just kind of like just too many of them. Kind of, that's why I kind of move on to something a different kind of you know story. But so that could have been it too. Of just kind of yeah. I mean, it, uh, it it is pretty formulaic. I I I will give it that. Um, I I liked it, but I liked it a lot better than a lot of the critics liked it. And uh, yeah. See, it wasn't yeah, yeah. It wasn't as bad. It's like like. People were like acting like it was like this terrible movie. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. I I don't really see where the I think where, the, like hate's coming from. And and I think a lot of it has to do with the superhero fatigue and also the uh, the the um kind of like reassembling of of the DC movie universe, like that's happening with with James Gunn and um, Peter Safran and stuff taking over as the heads of it. You know, it's like right, yeah, they, it's like they haven't said yet if this is going to be canon to it. Basically the flash is supposed to be like the first movie that's like going to start off the whole new universe. Um, right. Cause he like resets the timeline or whatever yeah. or, or something like that. Yeah. So a movie that yeah, uh, and, um, something that I, I've never, I, I, I would never say it for any other movie. Pirate it people. If you want to see it, pirate it. Well, don't flash. Yeah. Don't, don't pay for it. Uh Oh, Reason, yeah, I, reason I'm saying this, and I know it's illegal, but the thing is, this you know, Ezra Miller does not need any more money in their pocket. No, that's the other thing too. Is that like the <laughs> I forgot who was Zaslav, or I'm not sure what his name is. Um, uh, someone at Warner Brothers like, yeah, there is no way that we were, we were never going to release this movie. It's like, yeah, so you're just admitting that, like you don't care at all. Like, yeah, and, at least and, you're honest. At least that, you know. So when I was reading um, the headline the other day, I don't know, I, I didn't read the article, so it could go in more depth or whatever. But um, Andy Machete, the <laughs> director of it, was saying that there, if there ever is sequels, and there, that there's nobody else that could play the Flash. And I'm right. like, hey, what about Grant Gustin? He played it for nine fucking years. Um, he play, yeah, he played for nine years, and yeah. then you can't then you can't then say that they're not connected because when they had the Crisis on Infinite Earths episode, yeah, Edra Miller's version, of The Flash showed up, and admittedly, yeah. they died because of whatever. But um, so, but they were they're probably brought back because yeah, the way it, well, yeah, the, yeah. So there is then a, definitely a connection then between the show and the movie as far as like the multiverse mm -hmm. you know, is concerned. Um, but you know, and, and there's talk. Even, there's talk, even though he's uh, said he's not in the movie, that Grant okay. Grant might be making a like credits cameo. So, okay. but that's just a guess on some people's part. I won't believe it till I maybe see it. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, right. It's yeah, a, nah. But but anyways, um, so so I think I think a lot of it having to do with the fact that people don't know if Shazam is going to be part of the future of of the DC, you know, universe or not, you know, the DCU or whatever. So it's hard to say if this is considered canon in the future or if it's just a, you know, movie from a dying universe, you know? Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, not saying, you know, I, mean, I, I, I kind of miss, I mean, I, I love the Marvel aspect of things, but I almost kind of miss the old days when, people would just release movies and they weren't all fucking connected yeah see i was gonna say it too because there's like a video um of uh, a channel called council of geeks that i watch yeah um and uh the the person um i forgot her name um but uh she was saying 
uh, that it was basically a whole video about like is is continuity con- I don't know how to say it continuity continuity it, but, uh, yeah is it like basically is it like automatically like a good thing like as a rule like like it just has to and it's like yeah like at a certain point it's like mm-hmm. oh this Marvel movie is connected to this one so you gotta watch like seventy Marvel movies up to this point yeah. to like understand like all the nuances and context bro and it's like. It's cool for like nerds like me and stuff, but at a certain points, like okay, like it's getting a little too advanced. Like you know, I don't when, know. When they start Maybe to re- when they start to rely too heavily on the fact that you had to have watched you know thirty some movies and twelve TV series yeah. to watch to understand you know why this guy said this one thing in the movie. Exactly. It's like, like yeah. oh, you got to see the, the, the whole, you know, <laughs> totally makes sense, bro. And like the guy would just say like zippity doo, and it's like oh, you see. You you want you wasted like four hundred uh-huh. hours of your life, but you got it, and it's yeah. like okay, you, you, you know, know, you know, fourteen years ago, you know, the other guy said zippity do, and yeah. that means you know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and that was before we knew about the multiverse, right? Yeah. So and the, so and that the, was like totally coincidental. Yeah. And the other guy said was zippity it? d, so that yeah, means zippity d, you know, and then you know, no, dude, <laughs> that's literally how I felt after watching the Eternals when they had the thing at the end. When it was like, oh, this is Thanos' brother, and then you got like this weird guy being voiced by Patton Oswald, and we're like, yeah, I'm like okay, like this is supposed to be cool, like I guess, like I don't know. Well, well, well the, uh, the, the part that Harry Styles played is his brother in the comics, so it was kind of cool that they brought him in. But it was like that's more that's more you had to have read the comics. It's not like you had to have seen the movies to understand that. And that was kind of like, if you hadn't, I think a lot of people that had seen all the movies had no clue who the hell that was too. So, um, it's like, right. So, but, but yeah, I mean, like just like to bring shit back. Like, I'm, I'm okay with Shazam being a one-off really, even if it's not part of yeah. the, you know, but, but my, but my thing is with, with it is, is I think people are preconditioned because of the MCU to, that everything needs to be connected. And now that they decided to kind of like scrap the whole Snyderverse things of, of things, and it's like right. you've got characters like Wonder Woman and other people in this series and like, you know, Superman and they reference Batman and the Flash and everything in these movies and in both the Shazam movies that it's like people are thinking they're connected to the, you know, the Snyderverse. And um, it's like now that's dead. It's like, is it <laughs> going to is it going to be part of that? But then again, you know, the Flash was part of the Snyderverse and he's going to reset things i guess but it's like i guess you can keep some of the people and i really kind of hope they do keep shazam because i like the character but you know but then again you know um asher angel is like i think like i don't know how old he is he's like who plays uh billy as a kid yeah he's like 21 years old now or something or 20 oh so yeah so it's like you know Pretty soon, he's going to look just as much of an adult as Zach Levi, and it's like exactly. You know, it's just, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I wonder how they're going to work. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know if they are going to make a third one or not. Yeah, because I think they're not going to. But like, um, <laughs> well, I think they didn't. They kind of, um, then they kind of sort of like fix, quote unquote, fix that problem at the end of the movie, or did I misunderstand something? I don't know. We'll get to the end. Yeah, we'll, I, we'll, I, we'll, I, we'll I get thought, to it. Yeah. But, but I mean, they did do, um, you know, Mary, um, what's her name? Uh, t- the actress that plays Mary, um, Curie is her last name. Um, uh, Grace Caroline Curie. She played both the younger and superhero version of her character. Whereas in the first movie, she didn't. Oh, really? She didn't? I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, um, she didn't in the first okay. movie, but... She's the only one that plays both parts in this movie. So, like, she just looks like herself. Like, she doesn't age up like all the other characters yeah. do. Yeah, because I she's mean, she's the old, like... she's the oldest of the kids too. Because she's like a year, right, yeah, a year or so older than uh, than Billy. So, anyways, um, yeah, that, that's that's our our first reaction that took a while. But uh, so, so what what uh what happens here in this movie? So. The kind of the basic premise is is um you know Helen Helen Mirren and uh was it Lucy Lou? Yeah, is it? yeah, Lucy Lou. Um they play uh, and, uh Hesper, and Hesper, the, Hespera and Cal- Calypso. 
and then and, uh, Ra- um, Ra- Rachel Ziegler plays uh, Anthea, and and yeah, and is it Anthea or Anthea? An- Anthea slash Anne? Yeah, <laughs> and so they're they're at the museum in Greece where uh, Rizvan plays the character, even though he plays a janitor and and peacemaker. But, well, only only but, two uh, of, only two of them are there because we haven't met Anne yet. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. I saw. Yeah, Calypso and um, Hespera. Yeah, they um, are trying to get the the staff that Shazam broke at the end of uh, the first movie after they beat um, uh, what's his name, Savannah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, the guy from the first one who wanted to be a wizard, but the wizard rejected him because he was tempted to use the power uh, yeah. for his own gain, and so. He pretty much spent his whole life. I, I almost kind of like the plot of the first movie a little bit. Anyway, I don't oh, want yeah. to I like. I, I, about this I will tell you, I do. I do like the first movie a lot better. It was a more. Yeah, it, um, it, it, it was more fun too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so Calypso and Hespera are they're, they're, they want to bring back like put it because it was snapped in half by Shazam at the end of the first one, and then they want to like touch it so they can like kind of get the power from it, and then put it back to you know reassemble it. Um, and the reason why is because they were the daughters of Atlas, uh, the god, Greek god, probably also a Roman god with a different name, um, because they kind of just had the same gods, just changed their names. And, um, and I guess the story is that, um, apparently the wizard, like, at least in their mind, the wizard was like a villain because he stole the magic of the gods and only used it for himself. And so they want like revenge, basically, or just to kind of. Well, Hesbro just wants to reinstall her realm, but Calypso is more vengeful, and she wants to basically destroy the world because of what yeah happened to them or whatever. And then, and Anthea is the. She's like her power is sort of like moving objects and shit, and like um like confusing people through like uh, kind of like what Doctor Strange. That's what I was gonna say. She's, she's doing kind yeah. of a Doctor Strange sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, with her hand, and she's actually also using her hands to do the the motion or the spell. As yeah, well, which is interesting. But uh, I mean that's not really a new concept either. It's not like Doctor Strange. No, and you know, almost okay. almost all magic people, unless you're like uh, Samantha on Bewitched, where she twitches her nose. Everybody else does. You know? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been an interesting um, addition. Yeah. So. <laughs> So they, they they steal the staff. They turn everyone into basically stone in the museums. Kill everyone. This movie was a lot darker than the first one too. Like people, a lot of got people died in this, in this movie. movie. I know. Like people literally got killed uh, in this one. And uh, I guess it's like showing them like they're growing up or whatever. But um, uh-huh. and then like so that's kind of like the theme like we're getting to. And then we get into this kind of funny cutscene where um, Billy is like as shazam is like it looks like he's talking to a therapist but it turns out it's a pediatrician <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then he's like he's like oh yeah um i i was actually uh recommended to you by uh, billy bats <laughs> whatever interesting <laughs> interesting thing is when they reveal that it is a pediatri- pediatrician's office they cut to these like toys and stuff on a little kid's table well, and stuff one of them yeah. is one of them is the annabelle doll from the Annab- yeah. annabelle movies and uh David S. Sandberg directed one of those. So, oh wow! Yeah, so that's that's, that's, it was that's a little that's funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and, and so kind of like what we got going on is like you know the kids are kind of like they've they kind of gotten used to like you know being superheroes. They got like they pretty much like decked out like the lair that the wizard had like with their own unique thing or whatever. You know, that kind of reminded me of like the the lair that the Ninja Turtles hang out in when they're you know in the sewer. So. Yeah, yeah, did oh, yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. Because like the colored lights and yeah, you know, food, snacks, and shit like that. You know, mm-hmm. and um, Billy slash Shazam is kind of he's nervous about like everyone like pulling apart, so he's like trying to like force them to have like meetings every single day and like you know that kind of thing. And uh, they they you know they they do good work, but they they kind of botch up a lot of their superheroing because they don't really know what they're doing so like they'll save people but then like they allow the bridge to collapse and shit like that like, yeah i mean it's it's it's, it's, like, like, it's it's a good commentary it's kind of like how uh i mean they, they kind of made that point in uh 
in the Marvel universe and in the DC universe pr- previously, like where it's like, you know, these superheroes are saving things, but then, you know, they're damaging a lot. That's why there's like the damage control and stuff in uh, MCU. And, you know, and like people were like, well, Superman's like flying right through freaking buildings and destroying them and stuff. Exactly. You know? so- <laughs> exactly. Well, that was, that was like the whole, that was like kind of like the main um, reason for Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Batman hated Superman for basically killing like his colleagues by accident, you know, because of, you know, the boulder, that the rubble and shit falling off yeah. the buildings. Yeah. Yeah. No one really thinking about that shit. Like there's people underneath like these huge falling boulders and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and they're like falling on cars and people and, and you know, and so on. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're kind of just like um, in this you know the lair and they're you know just chilling out. Um, Freddie kind of wants to go off and do his own thing for a while, but you know Billy's always trying to force them to like all or none. That's like their whole thing, his whole motto or whatever, you know. Um, and I don't know. It's just um, there's like a lot of funny banter. Sometimes I think it goes a little bit overboard. Sometimes with the yeah. banter, like if someone's seeing like it's trying too hard, I'm like. Eh. You know, like the part part in the movie where I know I'm kind of skipping ahead here, but oh, that's fine. Whoever, I don't know whatever, if you've already seen the movie. Either. If you're so, listening, or if you're not, then yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> where they're like gonna tell their foster parents that they're superheroes, and like the one kid goes like, "I'm gay," and then like he's like, "Yeah, we do, buddy," or whatever. And it's yeah. just like, and it's like and again, like I don't want to go on a tangent about that, but like, uh, like sometimes I get a reaction when it comes. It's it's not because. <laughs> You know, I'm some right winger that I don't like represent. It's like it's cringy. Like, it's like you just have a random person to go like I'm bisexual, and it's like okay, like what is that guy with the movie? Like, yeah, it, it's, like... it has nothing to do with the plot. And I mean, yeah. I, I know representation matters and everything, and I'm all for that. But write a story behind it. Don't just make it that he's gay for the sake of being gay. That that <laughs> like that was literally yeah, it. Like yeah, like. I mean, we get hints throughout the movie because he's like looking at like a Sports Illustrated with like a baseball player. I mean, it's, you it's, know, and he's like watching the baseball game on TV. But like, okay, like it's it's more pandering than anything, honestly. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, it, it it it's like it's like right now. I mean, and 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 right now it is Pride Month as we record this. Um, oh yeah, just, it, it's kind of like how every corporation right now is putting rainbows in their logos. Yeah, yeah, but 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 are, but, are, but 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 are you doing anything besides that to actually help an under you know represented community? You know, changing your changing your uh, your your Ford logo to a rainbow is not going to you know do anything to help the community. You know, so. and the thing is too is like even with that now, you know, a lot of these like the whole Bud Light fiasco. I know it's kind of a tangent, yeah. but like the whole Bud Light fiasco with Dylan Mulvaney. Which I never even heard of this person until yeah. this whole thing started. Like, because I, I don't watch TikTok or anything. And the thing is, though, is that the Anheuser Busch, <laughs> they actually donate like a lot to like conservative stuff. Yeah, in the do. country. So it's like they donate to both. Like, they donate to both because they 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 know that they have to appeal to both sides. Unfortunately, you know they got to hedge their bets. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but just the idea that, like, oh, they got woke. It's like, dude, they still, like, donate, like, a lot to Republicans, a lot because they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, like, why you're so mad, but whatever. But, yeah, like, I know, like, they, it's like they kind of just, it would just, like, when I, when I heard it, I just cringed. I was like, ugh. Like, it's got nothing to do with, like, not like gay people or anything like that. It was just, like, like okay, like, they're like, yeah, we know, bud. And it's like, even, like, it almost seemed like the actors themselves were, like, cringing at the same yeah. time. Like, like, oh my God, I got to recite this line. Like, uh, you know, but they're paying me, so I got to say the line, you know, and it's just like. Yeah, it's, it's but, just um, bothersome. Yeah. It's just one of those. There's a few moments like that in the movie, like, where I kind of. Like, there's another part, too, where he says something about. I'm like, okay. I, yeah, no, f- feel I'm free like, to jump around because I don't think we have to, like, break down the whole plot on yeah, this one. So there's yeah. Like a, there's another scene, yeah, where they, they capture. Um, What's her name? Hespera and um, Calypso and, and like the lair behind like a magical jail cell, I guess that makes it so they can't do magic or whatever. And uh, they put like they put like a dome around the city at first. And so they're like basically saying like, all right, you got to 
you gotta let go of Freddy because they at one point they kidnapped Freddy, who's who's a minor, the child. So um, you know, we've already got some felonies going on again, like in most of these movies. Uh, well, yeah, and also and, um, also he's starting a relationship with a six thousand year old woman. Yeah, well, that was a little bit different because you know she's six thousand years old in her realm. Yeah, and so. We haven't really dealt with like interdimensional relationships yet. The, the laws are going to need to catch up, I think, with that kind of thing. Because um, yeah. she looks, I, th- I know, think, I think we should protest outside of like some uh, courthouses sh- about this. You know, we should like have a law like interdimensional relationships need to be regulated. A, no. a sixteen-year-old boy cannot date a six-thousand-year-old woman who also looks like a teenager, but is technically six thousand years old, but only six thousand years old in her dimension. Whereas in this dimension, she might age accordingly. So we're gonna have to figure out. We gotta we gotta square this out, you know. Yeah. Um. But no. Uh, it, an- it, another it, another shock. I mean, I just want to talk about some shocking things in this movie. Is like, yeah. Okay, Dietrich Bader plays this teacher in the movie. Um. You know, pe- people know him from like the Drew Carey show, and he also was the voice <laughs> of Batman and Brave and the Bold, and you know, different things. Um. Yeah. He was in. He was in uh, Napoleon Dynamite. You know, he's been around forever. He um. They, 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 they like enchant him or whatever and, and make him do what they want. And they, and there's a scene where he just commits suicide. Calypso tells him to, to fall, to walk off the building because they're on and top of the yeah. school building. And, and I was like, did that just happen? No, that's what I'm saying. This movie was like way darker yeah. than the first one. <laughs> like, cause like, you know, um, Freddie's like, you know, he's got that disability where he can't, mm-hmm. he needs like a, like a, a crutch, like a, not, yeah. not a cane, like a, well, I guess it's kind of like a cane. It's kind of like a crutch um, cane sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like he yeah. needs that to help him walk. Cause he's got, he's disabled. So he's like sitting there trying to like catch up with his teacher before he falls down and he can't make it. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then like, and then like Calypso even said something like, Oh, I, I forgot like how they, how they sound when they flop and like crushes like a grape or something like yeah, that. I mean, like, talk oh about ther- talk about therapy. I mean, Freddie's going to need some freaking therapy. Oh, this, God, he's this was like, like this was like the one teacher that he liked from from the scene that we had earlier in the movie. And it's just like what the yeah. He's in like one scene prior to this, and that was it when he got beat oh, up yeah. by those two jerks in the first movie. Because like apparently, like having lunch with superheroes wasn't enough for him to like get enough social credit at school, I know. which is really sad if you think about it. And like. So like yeah, we don't give a shit if Superman was with the. I mean, I mean, I mean, think, yeah. of, think about it. If 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 you know, like, if if uh, like right today or something, like you know, a, a kid and like Doja Cat or or uh, right. or somebody came to the, you know, or like Taylor Swift or whoever's popular comes to the, you know, the cafeteria, that kid's gonna be set for life. You know, oh, I know, so totally. it's just like, like but not not this not Freddie apparently no. Freddie, because Freddie. That's the other thing too, like. The people in this school are like horrible. Yeah. Like, like they're literally punching a disabled kid and like bending his cane. And then, like, the teacher, the one who later on kills himself, didn't even like punish the kids. He just like helped up Freddy. He's like, oh, that trash can used to be like a second home to me when I was in school. And it's like, so you don't discipline your students here? Like you could just beat people up in the hallway and then that's hey, fine. <laughs> like, and, my, and, my, and my thought is, is they've had the same trash can for like, you know, 60 years or something. So, I mean, it's just well, like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was a second home and he lived yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so Freddie, he's, he likes, um, um, and Thina, she calls herself Anne. Yeah. You know, very creative, clever with that one. And, uh, and see, and of course, you know, she's one of the, she's one of the goddesses and she's like trying to, I guess, infiltrate or I don't know exactly what she thing was in that. But for some reason, at one point she's like, can you show me where it was like sit at the table? So I don't know if that was part of the infiltration or if she just wanted to sit at the same table that he was sitting at when Shazam was Superman were there with them. I don't really know what yeah. that was about, but. I don't know if that was like her trying to like siphon off the magic or something like that, or it wasn't really explained. Like, okay, I, I mean, then, at, the, uh, at that point, I don't know if she knew anything that Freddie was like empowered at that point. So it was oh, like, so she was just pursuing an underage boy without knowing. Okay, gotcha. Or she just then, literally thought he was funny. I don't know, you know. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And um, yeah, and yeah, she she, uh-huh. she was she was just you know the predator. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that was like that was like a secondary agenda, not not related to the. I don't know. And it's not just me saying it's because like they make this comment in the movie too, like how come so many of our sons are into older women or something like that? Or like, yeah, okay, it's like, it's like Shazam's obsessed with Wonder Woman. Like that's that's another thing in the movie. Like I think they're into older like, women because their mom's kind of hot. So um, I'm well, that's just, the thing that they're talking about. They're 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 I was thinking of too. I was like, it's getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't like this. It's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> And of course, you know, the foster dad plays Jerry in The Walking Dead. Um, you know, he's been to some other stuff as well. Um, you know, pretty cool dude. But uh, yeah, so um, Freddy basically, uh, this is kind of where things start to pick up. I'm like having a total like ADHD moment here. But um, so she he asked her if she wants to meet Captain Every Power. Or something like that. That's yeah, that's, that's that's what uh, he's calling himself. Yeah, and she's like, you know, you don't really have to do this. Like, you know, like I wasn't really being serious. You know, I kind of just want to hang out with you type of thing. He's like, oh no, you know, I'm, I'm serious. And then he, you know, he goes around the corner, says Shazam, and then he flies out. And then she basically it's like a beacon to her sisters then because they know now that you know she's talking to one of the one of the shazams or whatever and um they take away his power and now he's back to freddy again she realizes that it's freddy the whole time okay in, so in, just... in the comics by the way freddy was captain marvel jr captain <laughs> wow well, at one point they even they even yelled captain marvel at one point hey it's captain marvel like get it yeah, because mm-hmm. he used to be called Captain Marvel back in the day yeah. before Marvel. But he calls took himself Captain Every Power or whatever. So it's like, um, and then, and then he he refers to uh, Billy as Captain Every Power Junior, which I think is kind of yeah, funny. yeah. like that's his sort of like way well, of. He's also called Shazam Junior in the comic books too. So. Shazam Junior, yeah, yeah. And it's just like I don't know, man. Like I'm kind of blanking on the plot here. Can you help me out? Because I'm kind of like. Yeah, um, um, I mean, basically, okay, we've got this whole dome thing going on, and then the 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 the, uh, the MacGuffin of the film is this uh, apple that has a seed in it that can grow the tree of life. Um, this golden apple, and uh, so you know, it the apple you know goes from being with the good guys and then getting in the hands of the bad guys and being with the good guys and you know. Blah blah blah, right? Yeah, like in every movie, and um, it, it was a uh, basically it ends up getting planted right in the middle of uh, the stadium where the Phillies play. <clears throat> Whatever that say, uh, oh, Citizens Bank Park. <laughs> um, and then the tree starts growing there, and then it spawns like for some odd reason in these like I don't know like cocoons or something that come out with like these creatures including like cyclopses and harpies and manticores and minotaurs and and then eventually uni- unicorns which they find out are the ones that they can uh you know really uh that that the other monsters are afraid of but uh they need um ambrosia to 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 be so apt to, to, like, to tame them, them. yeah and uh, the closest thing they can think of for D'Ambrosia is uh, the fact that I realized that this whole movie is just an ad for Skittles. Um, oh, it is. It is. Yeah. is <laughs> Skittles. So, you know, and they even say taste the rainbow and everything. Too. Oh, God. I was like, this is so bad. It's like. But the unicorn is like, taste the rainbow. Get it. I'm like, oh, yeah, my God. I was like, okay. You know, I mean, it's, I guess, you know, it, it took away a little bit, but it didn't, you know, it's not like, I don't know. It's not like really obvious, you know, product placement uh, still. Uh, it, it's not as obvious as some, but you know, like when, you know, like a movies we've watched recently where like everybody's drinking Pepsi or something. Oh yeah. yeah no, like, totally. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like pretty much like a Pepsi commercial. Yeah. Was that, yeah. was that, um, was that Mac and me? Yeah. Oh no. Mac, Mac and me was Coke and, and oh, sorry, that was Coke. That, that yeah. was completely, uh, yeah, that was completely a, uh, a completely like an ad for Coke and, 
McDonald's and, and McDonald's and, and yeah. Sears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. I, I, it makes me wonder. I'm very curious. I might have to look into this in the future to find out if like, you know, the Mars corporation that owns Skittles, like paid to have their product in the movie or, or if <laughs> there was just, you know, cause like, like, I mean, there's the famous story with, uh, with E.T. where uh, E.T. went to the Mars Corporation to have M&M's in the movie and they thought the movie was going to like flop and they didn't want to have it in there and basically the reason that Reese's Pieces became popular is because it was in the movie E.T. because they just went to Hershey and said hey do you have a product we can have in here like this (laughs) wow so you know it's like basically like right after E.T. came out like Reese's Pieces became like one of the most popular candies for the long time in the eighties. So it's like, yeah. So yeah, I, I love Reese's so, Pieces. So, so, so what it what it makes me think is Mars Corporation said no about having their M and M's in in a movie, you know, almost forty years ago, and now they're like, hey, we'll agree to anything now. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to make that mistake. Unfortunately, I think Shazam Two is probably not. On par with ET, but but uh, <laughs> no. In in the future, when we talk about the greatest, you know, movies of all time, Shazam: Fury of the Gods is probably not going to be on the same oh. list as ET. Oh, yeah. yeah, no doubt. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, <clears throat> it's just I like the movie, but like again, like like I said last week, is like I can't get over <laughs> certain aspects of these movies. No, I know. One of them is that I don't understand why the personality of Billy changes from when he's regular Billy to Shazam. Like oh, I know. He like he has a completely different personality. It's like I think like, they, I understand they, 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 they tried actor, they, but I think they were trying to make him so- similar, but it's not really because like, you know, Zach Levi has the whole Zach Levi thing going on. You know, he's basically yeah. he's basically Chuck. Um but with like but, yeah. but like slightly Im- more immature. You know, so yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like Zach Levi as an actor. I think he's a good actor and he's funny, but it's still, it's like, yeah. you, you really aren't acting anything like, like the kid at all, you know? So. Yeah. The kid is more mature. Yeah. Or, or Billy is more mature than, or maybe, maybe they can explain the way by saying, well, Maybe he's, he's more confident when he Shazam so that he lets that part of himself out. Yeah, more the, the silly, the silly, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that could be, you know, a way of getting around it. I guess if you really want. Yeah, I think in this mo- in this movie they were a little bit more alike, but than they were in the first. Yeah, movie. they were. Yeah, I think that's why because they realized for the first time, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, like like uh, you gotta have a little bit congruity here, like you know, and um. The other thing that kind of upset me a little bit. So, like, if you remember at the end of the first Shazam movie, when Savannah, he's in prison for his crimes and stuff. And at the very end, there's like this, like, um, I forgot what it was, praying mantis or something, some kind of insect creature basically says, something yeah. like, oh, did you think that magic only exists in, in wizards or whatever? So, like he's like, oh, how much fun we're going to have or whatever. And then, like, that's the end. So I'm thinking, like, oh, okay, the sequel Shazam's going to be, like, Savannah 2.0, right? Yeah. Nope. No mention whatsoever until the very end of the movie when that insect comes back again. And he's like, and they try to make a joke, like, oh, I've been waiting for you for two years. (laughs) Break the fourth wall. You get it? You know, type of thing. Yeah. That's supposed to be, like, funny. It's like, no, it's not funny because you built up a whole movie and then you scrapped that idea. I just came up with something new entirely. But then you went back, and, and, and they created characters. And on that? top of that, they created characters that aren't even in the comic books, right? So it's the, like the, the I mean, the, da- the daughters of of, Ath- of Atlas are actually you know, you know, gods or goddesses in the uh, in 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 the myth- in mythology, but they're not DC characters. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It was just like. It was like, okay, if you're going to scrap that plot entirely, then like, just, just don't even acknowledge it. Just be like, oh, Savannah, maybe, you know, maybe Savannah was having an hallucination. Maybe that was what it was. 
But then to do the whole movie and yeah, then like, I don't know, I don't know if they were, it, I don't know if they were hoping that? that they're going to have a third movie and that it's well, going to come back. Well, they might have been hoping. I don't yeah. think they're going to. No. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, I think the Shazam universe is done, unfortunately, at this point. Yeah, I think, until yeah. they reboot it or something. Um, but, um, yeah, anyway, it's like, basically, we do have our, our happily ever after. They need to, you know, at one point, Billy dies, saving the, oh, yeah, sa- no, sa- saving, saving the world. Um, and, uh, what, then, uh, they, they bury him like right away, like right there. <laughs> exactly. No, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, like, Hey, let's, you know, go to a mortuary and get a, get a coffin and stuff for him. No, no. I mean, I understand, I understand the family might not have a lot of money, but you could but... at least get like a pine coffin for him or something you know or something i know they literally just bury him in the middle of the i mean i mean, I, I guess it's a good thing they didn't like go and pay to get him cremated or something you know well uh, true <laughs> but then then uh the the staff has no more power and so nobody else has powers anymore including the wizard and um so because there's no more gods but then they realize oh there there is a goddess um still around um you know a, a demigoddess or demigod um with a Wonder Woman, and yeah, interesting fact though, Gal Gadot was not on set at all for that. Oh, really? They filmed all of her part in England. Oh, and everybody else is in America. <laughs> and then okay. they had like they had body doubles, like a like a uh, like a Zach Levi body double for like <laughs> over the shoulder shots, and uh, and a Gal Gadot um, body double for. For, for for her as well in 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 uh, America, and then they like cut everything together. But if you actually watch the movie, neither of them ever appear directly on screen together. So, okay, yeah. So yeah, shot in two different continents, and uh, the director wasn't even there in England. He uh, he did everything over uh, like kind of like Zoom, like directed her over Zoom. <laughs> Yeah. So it was interesting. But anyway, she gives power to the staff. And then uh, Billy comes out of the, or Shazam, I guess, comes out of the grave and everything. And then, you know, he's a, he's alive. And, and he gets to meet Wonder Woman, who he has a big crush on. And yeah. That's about it on that. Part, and then we have a we have a mid credit scene where where Amelia Harcourt and uh, John Econ- Economist, who we've seen in uh, Peacemaker and uh, and uh, Suicide the Suicide Squad, they come to recruit Billy into the Justice Society on behalf of Amanda Waller. I'm just trying to figure out why Amanda Waller's in charge of everything. That and. <laughs> It really doesn't make any sense for Billy and or Shazam to be because like Peacemaker is like a really adult show and shit. It doesn't make any sense to like bring that character into that kind of community or whatever. As much as I like both those characters, um, the uh, which doesn't make any sense. It's not yeah. the right character. I mean, for that. Yeah, it's whatever. Because like, uh, um, um, orig- basically, originally the the mid credit scene was supposed to feature Hawkman and Cyclone from Black Adam to recruit okay. Shazam into the Justice Society, um, which is in keeping with the comics, because um, Shazam was a member of that group. But this changed to the Peacemaker people instead. I guess maybe they couldn't get the other actors or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe because I know that Dwayne Johnson had a bad experience with the whole Black Adam thing, so I maybe... Or I, think, yeah. I, I did hear something where he was nixing it because those characters were in his movie and he tried to get them to nix, it, nix them from appearing in there. But my thing oh. is, is I, I'd be pissed if I were those actors. Yeah, so. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. Um, yeah. Weird. Um, but I don't know. Just and I do have a theory about why how they maybe were if they were thinking of doing a third movie, how they were going to fix, quote unquote, fix the problem mm-hmm. of Billy, like, growing up, like, 
because I think at the end of the movie, I think he just becomes Shazam. Like, I don't think he's Billy anymore. I think he just looks like, you know what I mean? Like Shazam. I don't think he huh. is a kid anymore, I guess. I don't know. And, um, cause what? I think when Wonder Woman, when she did that thing, didn't it just kind of like make Made him, cause he I came don't... out of the, cause and they buried him as Billy and then he came out the grave as Shazam. So. I don't know. I mean, uh, they they never show if he can change back or not. But they did give all the other kids powers and stuff, and they could they were still kids. So oh, yeah, okay, it's right because the wizard shows up near the end. Yeah, yeah, okay. There oh wait, we go. no, they did because Billy was back to Billy at the end. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, because at, at the, so, yeah, the, at, the din- at the dinner table or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Or when they were redoing the house, whatever it was at the end, I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. I, just, I just saw it yesterday and I already forgot. So, um, we forgot a lot of stuff. Like, we totally forgot, like, the fact that, like, Lipso had a dragon. That's what she was using to kill people with. And, yeah. Um, whatever. I, I, my mind's like racing today. Yeah. I can't. Re- yeah. And it's basically, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's your stereotypical superhero plot, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and I mean, it's good cast and everything. And I, I liked it. I mean, but, but like on a scale of one to ten, I would probably give this like a five. So you yeah, know, it's not bad. It's just not great either. So yeah, I don't know. Any other thoughts on this before we wrap things up? No, I think I'm. I think I've said everything <laughs> I need to say. Yeah. yeah, me too. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's worth watching. I mean, obviously, you've hopefully watched it if you've gotten this far in our podcast. And um, right. If not. Thank you for listening anyways. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I have nothing else to say, really. Um, so, um, folks, um, thank you for listening. Um, if you want to help us out, be sure to go to all2real2.com. Go to our social media, our Facebook, our, our I don't know what else we have. Facebook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, I don't want to advertise the thing owned by the Musk guy. And, um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there's that, um, check out Facebook, um, <laughs> YouTube, we got YouTube, check out YouTube. Um, and, uh, we do have, uh, Hive and, um, and, uh, TikTok. I don't really use those, but we've got them. And, um, you know, <laughs> check out our Patreon, check out our T public, um, Share the show with your friends. That's the easiest thing you can do. Um, yeah. You know, and just remember that I love you and Sesame loves you. And until next time, bye bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.